Welcome to the Holistic Author Show. I'm your host, Kit Kilsto, the author yogi. Each episode, we'll talk about how to recraft the publishing paradigm to help you take care of what matters, you and your creativity. Discussing topics ranging from the publishing business to physical and mental health, and even mind-body balance as you juggle the many duties of being an author today, the Holistic Author Show will help you make the choices you need to craft the right publishing career for you. And now, this week's show. Hello, and welcome to today's show. I want to talk about multi-genre authors on this episode, and that's because there's a conversation that I've been seeing a lot of online, as well as having with some authors as well, and that conversation basically goes something along the lines of, you know, I can't stick to one genre, I write in multiple genres, and I just can't market. It just makes it very difficult to market. And I feel like that that, one, is a misconception. And two, really buys into the stories that we have been told by the hyper-capitalist marketing gurus that you have to write to market, you have to position your book so readers know what to expect. And that's pretty much all you have to do. And that's all you can do if you want to expect to sell books and make money. And on one hand, I totally get that. Think about it like going to McDonald's versus maybe a more upscale restaurant. If you walk into McDonald's, and McDonald's would be equivalent of somebody who writes to market, sells to market, the cover's on point, the blurb's on point, everything is pointing your reader towards that market the sense of adventure is taken out of that. And you know when you walk into McDonald's that you probably know what you're going to order. You don't look at the the menu and you think, or look at the app and think, oh, I think this week I'm going to experiment. I mean, sure, if they're having a sale, if the Happy Meals have a toy that you really like, that may change your mind. But for the most part, you know what your meal is when you walk into McDonald's and that's what you order. This is seen very strongly in our house. Now, I bounce around a little bit between the McChicken, chicken nuggets, and a quarter pounder with cheese, depending on kind of what I'm feeling like. And that would be closer to the multi-genre author. Sure, those are all kind of the same, at least the McChicken and the Chicken McNuggets, but yet they're different enough to create different experiences, different sensory experiences, different taste experiences. My spouse, on the other hand, when he walks into McDonald's or when I'm ordering on the app for us, he knows exactly what he wants and he has the same thing every single time. So that is the right to market. That is, and I'm just going to throw an example out here, that is somebody who writes shifter romances in the Omegaverse. And so that is a very distinct subgenre. There's readers who read only Omegaverse books. That is all they want to read. And that's totally fine. And so they're looking for the books that scream Omegaverse. On the other side of the street or the other side of the town, there are the more adventurous dining places. They're the restaurants you haven't been to before. You don't know what's on the menu. You don't know what kind of experience you're going to have. There may be the more niche restaurants, maybe like a Japanese steakhouse where they prepare the food right in front of you. And that's clearly a different experience than, say, going to an all-you-can-eat buffet. 
so you have all these different experiences, all these different restaurants, and these are the people that write multi-genre. You could go into a restaurant and being a fan of Triple D, you know, I'm going to say, you know, a good soul food home style southern restaurant. You might have gumbo on the menu. That is going to be a decidedly different eating experience than if you ordered the fried chicken and grits or chicken and waffles. Again, chicken and waffles chicken and collard greens, chicken and mashed potatoes. Sure, you've got the chicken common denominator there, but they're two separate meals. I hope I'm not making you hungry, but I also hope that you're kind of getting the idea of right to market versus the multi-genre author. And it is possible to write in multiple genres and write to market in each of those genres to target that and be laser focused with each of those. That is not what I want to talk about in this week's episode. I want to talk about people who either bounce around from genre to genre, or maybe they have a pen name for each different genre, but they don't really write to market. They write more what moves them, what what they want to write. And I think we need to bust the myth that that is somehow wrong or bad. That's not something we want to be telling our authors because, first of all, that's a creativity killer. And authors need all the help they can get to be a holistic author, to be a creative author, to be able to reach into their muse, into their subconscious, into wherever they create their stories and actually present these stories on a page. And I'm not saying this to diminish one type of writing or another. I feel like personality types, there's certain people and certain personalities that work well for the right to market. There's some of us that even if we've kind of got them divvied up with different pen names and different cover styles or different worlds, depending on the genre, there's still some I write what moves me and the readers are going to enjoy it or the readers will pick it up if it moves them to that. And there again, there's no one true way, as Mercedes Lackey says in Valdemar. There's no one true way to be an author. There's no one true way to write. And that's why we seek out being a holistic author. My job, hopefully with this episode, is to kind of wrap my arms around those multi-genre authors who really feel like somehow that puts them half a step behind because they can't easily market. On one hand, sure, if you are writing to market, you have a very distinct and recognizable brand. I'm just going to keep with the fast food analogies here. You know, back in the day, McDonald's had a jingle for their, their Big Mac two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, da, 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 da. I mean, I'm sure if you're of a certain age, you can finish that without me doing so here on air. That tells you two things. One, they're talking about a Big Mac and two, it's from McDonald's. That is what right to market marketing does for you is that it gives you that hook, that in to where you show, for example, a cover with a shirtless man on it somebody's going to expect some romance, maybe some sexy times. There, there's going to, that's going to appeal to a certain reader, a certain genre. And if you have, say, for example, a military science fiction story with a shirtless guy on the cover where there's absolutely no love interest, no, you know, 
no romance, no sexy times, just that's what you happen to do to your science fiction, you know, military science fiction story. That's a disconnect. And obviously, we don't want to create those kinds of disconnects, regardless of whether we write to market or write in a multi-genre. Where I'm coming from is I believe that those of us who do write across multi multiple genres really feels like that there's a disconnect between that and our marketing. How can you market your books and how can you do so effectively when every book is different? Or even if they're the same genre, they're very different within the genres. Now, I'm not a marketing person, and I can't really tell you how to market your books. I can offer suggestions. I could talk about what I have done, but I can't really, you know, like a social media marketer, tell you how to market your books. I will tell you this, though. Two things. One, nobody's going to buy your books if they don't know about them. So if you're not at least scheduling a couple social media posts a week, regardless of whether you are a multi-genre author or a right-to-market author and putting those out on your social media, you know, that's a good place to start because you got to start by telling people about your books. And in some ways, too, this also helps kind of prime the algorithm. You want to keep talking about other things so you get some engagement. And if you get engagement, then hopefully, or so the marketers say, hopefully then your ads or your talking about your books will slip through and will actually be seen by your audience. But of course, we all know that that is at the whims of the algorithm of the various social media sites. And this is also where I will totally plug Mastodon. If you don't have a Mastodon account, you are welcome to sign up at eponaauthor.social. That is our author-focused Mastodon account. And there's a lot of help documents on our support portal. Um, I'm also available to answer questions. But I'm finding that when you use hashtags and groups, and maybe I'll do a podcast about this in the future, then that helps your books get discovered. And I'm finding a lot more engagement on Mastodon because it's not subject to corporate algorithms. Okay, mini rant, mini diversion over. The other thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to marketing is that there are authors already writing across genres, writing the books they want to write. We just don't really hear about them because they're the authors that are considered more literary authors. They're the ones that are assigned in college courses. They're the ones that make the big lists, that get shortlisted for the big prizes. There are many of those authors who have very successful careers, but they don't write in one genre although literary could be considered a genre, but it's a pretty broad scope. It's more of a style of writing, a style of storytelling, I think, than an actual genre, um, at least in my personal opinion. And the stories that they write are vastly different from book to book unless they're working on a series. And so there are these authors out there that are doing it, but because most of us are steeped in the genre world, you know, romance, science fiction, fantasy, young adult, the, shel the bookshelves that actually have specific names above them as being genres, crime, thriller, mysteries, those sort of things, then we don't often hear about these other authors who are clearly writing the stories that speak to them, clearly writing the stories that move them, and they're doing great things with those stories, and they're clearly finding success, 
but they're not the ones on our radar all the time. So I believe that it can happen. I also believe there are things that you can do as well to drive people towards your books. And again, step one is to please, please, please tell them about your books. I know at the moment I'm a bad example because I'm in the middle of kind of reorganizing and changing pen names. So I have way backed off on my social media marketing. And guess what, folks? My Amazon, my book report, my sales numbers, they tell me that I've backed off on telling people a couple of times a week about my book. So um, I think it's important to know that you have to at least be able to tell them. And if you need a way to get started, scheduling and both Facebook and Twitter have ways to schedule right on the page. You know, you don't need to pay for Buffer or Hootsuite or anything like that. But schedule a couple of posts a week talking about your writing talking about your books and drop in a couple links and universal links are great like books to read or the universal links provided by like draft to digital who owns books to read there's some other services out there or better yet a link to your own website page with all of the links listed if you're a wide author. Let's drive readers to your website, drive them to your platform. Maybe they'll sign up to your newsletter. So I did not mean for this podcast episode to get so heavy into marketing, but I think it's important because we need to bust the myth out there that you can't write what moves you. You can't jump from genre to genre and not make it work. Does it mean you have to work a little bit harder? It does. You know, if you're going, if we're going to go back to our restaurant analogy, if you're going to go to a new fancy dining restaurant or even a new restaurant that opens up in your town, you're not going to be familiar with the menu. You're going to have to look. You're going to have to read the descriptions. And this is where making sure that your cover is good, making sure that your blurb is good, making sure that these things are all as tight as you can make them, then hopefully they'll turn the first few pages or in our restaurant analogy, they'll order an appetizer, they'll order the entree and they'll take a few bites and they'll go, yeah, this is really good. I'll keep eating this. Or in the case of your book, I'll keep reading it. And as a multi-genre author, your goal is going to be more to hook them on the stories you tell, not so much the types of stories. And let me explain that a little bit. So the ideal advice and how I handle it is every genre has its own pen name. I do that for a couple of reasons. One of which, because I do write genre fiction, there may be overlaps between, for example, people who read fantasy and mysteries, but there may also not be. And so to keep my fantasy readers from unsubscribing, I'm not going to tell them about my mystery book. I may just say, hey, I write as this other pen name. If this is what you read, go check it out, sign up. So that's one. One thing that I do is I believe, and again, I think this is a best practice. If you're going to consistently write in multiple genres, tweak your pen name a little bit or to, you know, have different pen names for each genre. Now, does this mean you have to have multiple social media accounts, multiple websites? It's up to you. Now, how I'm going to handle that is have kind of a main, hey, this is my writing website. That way I can drive people there and then they can explore the different pen names. And then I will also have different subsites because I love WordPress and I love WordPress multi-site 
for my pen name. So I kind of make it complicated for myself, but I do that because I'm a geek. Um, and I also think that that's a good way to do it, to say, have one big bucket to say, this is all my writing. You're welcome to check it all out, provided all those genres play nicely together. There's always the disclaimer that if you write young adult and children's work and anything that could be considered explicit in any way, please don't put those in the same bucket. Please keep all those, all that separate. Um, but if, you know, like myself, I write equestrian fiction, I write fantasy and I write mysteries. There's pretty much no heat per se in those books. Um, there might be relationships, but everything happens off page definitely not like the erotic romance I write and so there, there can be some cross some cross seating there of those pen names and those readers if people do read across those genres so for you if you write multiple genres one tell people about your books two sit down and think about whether you might be better off dividing up your pen names Again, as long as the books and the genres can kind of cross seed one another, that there's no, you know, nobody's going to get upset. Um, well, let me rephrase that because there will be readers that get upset, but you're not going to get in trouble. There's going to be no serious ramifications other than the occasional pissy reader, which we always all run into for telling people about your books. Then, you know, keep them on the same social media account you never know what people are going to find out and people may be interested in knowing other things that you write. If you're not comfortable creating multiple social media accounts, and I'll be the first to tell you that that's a lot of work and very hard to keep up on and just a lot, especially in this age of Twitter as Twitter is right now. Um, it's a lot. So if you don't feel like dealing with all of that, have one writing account and share about all your books there. Or you know, have one website and maybe have different pages on your website for your different pen names or your different genres. Figure out how you can divide it up. Now to circle back to, to selling people on the story you write and not the stories themselves, that's where you look at what are the overarching themes in your story? What do you write? Do you always write, for example, queer characters? Do you always write about horses? Do you always write about strong female characters overcoming the odds? Do you always write about some sort of underdog overcoming the odds? You know, think about some of the themes. This may take you back to grade school when you were writing about themes in your book, but think about some of the big themes of your story and think about how you can position yourself to say, hey, just because I write in multiple genres, all of these stories seem to have the same thing in common. That then may become your brand if you're not dividing out your pen names and you're sticking with one name for everything you write, which again is a totally valid choice. It is a lot of work to have different pen names. And if you can't do that or don't want to do that, and you know, that's, that's a very valid thing to say, hey, I just can't put that on my plate, then make sure that you're selling that overarching theme Make sure that you're selling the types of stories that you're writing, the themes of the stories you're writing, not necessarily the actual genre elements. The bottom line is you can be a multi-genre author. My advice to you would be if you can network with other multi-genre authors, 
You're welcome to join the Epona author community. Start talking to other multi-genre authors. Start talking to others who are doing the same things you're doing and see if you can't compare best practices. I think that's a great idea, even if you're not a multi-genre author, to just start networking with others within the writing community. But start thinking about the ways that you can shift that narrative. I'm not big on the law of attraction, but I do think that if we start thinking about ways that we can market and can tell people about our books, we are going to be more inclined to do that. And again, when you're able to track through like book report or other tools, seeing, you know, tr or the even just the Kindle dashboard, since they've updated their dashboards quite a bit in the recent years, if you can actually kind of see that there's some interest in your books, that people are checking out your books, then that's going to also encourage you and help you keep moving forward. Because we do need more multi-genre authors out there. We do need more people modeling that you can follow your heart. You can write the stories that you want to write. And in doing so, you can craft the her, the writing career that you want because that's what being a holistic author is all about being able to integrate all the different parts of you all the different parts of that wellness wheel to create a career to create a writing business that works for you and that really you know gives you what you need from it so I hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, if you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out. You can reach me through the support portal at EponaAuthorSolutions.com. I love reader feedback. And please do check out EponaAuthor.social for the Mastodon account and the Epona Author community. And that's at EponaAuthorSolutions.com. There's a link to a community right there on the homepage. Thanks so much. And I will chat with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Author Show, presented by Epona Author Solutions and distributed on the Epona Author Radio Network. I've been your host, Kit Kalestow, the Author Yogi. If you'd like to learn more about our show, check out our sponsors, or find out how to be a guest, visit podcast.eponaauthorsolutions.com. Title music is Dream House by Purple Planet Music. You can find out more about them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, be well.